made it back. I know. We're no both. sunburn? Look at No. <laughs> hey, welcome to uh, Pop That Culture. And yeah, I was in the sun a lot, mm. which is rare for me, as you can tell. Mm. I am probably one of the palest peoples that, peoples, yeah. people that you will ever set eyes on, which actually was hysterical when we were first starting the show and they were trying to figure out the lighting. <laughs> 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 they were like... You, I don't know how to, it bounces so, but like, Joe is yeah. fine. <laughs> like, with I you, know Joe's fine. <laughs> you, it's like looking at the sun. Um, yeah, so I had a, a great holiday weekend. Yeah. A lot of people did their 4th of July weekend the weekend before. I did mine this weekend. We just, why couldn't you just do it like, like for this past 10 days? Some people did. Actually, <laughs> the people that I, my two good friends, I went to their lake house and that's what they did. They just had their whole vacation yeah. up at the lake fourth of july that's it's, what you need to do yeah yeah we had some friends over and the dad um of one of jonah's friends he's been on vacation too and everybody's like well what have you been doing on your vacation I was like oh i redid both the bathrooms and i'm like no that's not a vacation no you, and you don't bring that up in front of my wife oh. because <laughs> then it makes me look like a total slacker two bathrooms why couldn't you do two bathrooms in 10 days or yeah. seven days or whatever it I was. I changed the toilet paper rolls out. Did so, you? Yeah. Look at that. Mm. That's how you spend a holiday weekend mm. changing out those TP rolls. Hey, girl. I got it going over like you like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which I have to say, <clears throat> while at this lake house, they did have their toilet paper over and not under. Mm-hmm. And there were some... Uh, uh-oh, we're losing Dave. He's dying. Dave, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just choking on my coffee. <laughs> okay. All right, if you need, Joe knows CPR. He knows child yes. CPR if you need him. I might not be pushing down hard enough, but at least he'll be just staying alive. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 keep Dave alive, keep him alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was struggling with the over a little bit. Like, tearing is not as easy over as I feel like it can be. Well, under. it's like, you know, the secret to tearing, if you're not an over person, is mm-hmm. imagine taking a tablecloth off the table without disturbing the stuff on top of the tablecloth. Yeah, but then it's you're, you're going to, the whole roll is going to unroll. No. And like, no, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a snap of the wrist. Boom. Is it? Boom, you Thanos that toilet paper. <laughs> It's and I hate uh, when if I do it and there's like an uneven like I like it to <clears throat> be a clean break. I like it to be perfect uh-huh. when I. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so Good to know. No one else. Do you, no one else gets. Uh, Meanwhile, just you. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to Sarah's friends who are still up at the lake house. Yeah, we're not inviting Sarah up next year. <laughs> she was yeah. really picky about doing Yeah, the, she, that whole TP thing. She's not fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I put on more sunscreen than any human has ever put on. What are you up to, SPF 300? <laughs> yes. And I'm proud of myself for right. not being the color of a no. rock lobster. Well, but. that's good because you look like you've been living in a cave. Yep. Oh, <laughs> look at you. And the only reason we can bell on that is because it's actually going really well right now for the time yes. kids that were trapped in the cave. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's not over, but they have made so much project progress. Um, we had heard initially four kids, and now at this point they're up to having rescued eight children, mm-hmm. removed them from the cave, and they were really under the gun on this one as far as timing was going right. because the oxygen was running out yeah and so and then also the monsoon season and more rains and it just mm-hmm. i mean there were so many factors that were starting to really work against them it was like tick, 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 
Like, they had right. to get these babies out of there. Where we left them last week was it, some people were saying, oh, we can leave them down there for a couple more months, you know, and let right. the waters like, recede. Wait until monsoon season yeah. is over in October. I'm like, you can't leave these kids right. in there until October. What kind of crap yeah. is that? They're going to miss like a whole season of Stranger Things. <laughs> well, so what's funny, you said miss a whole season of something. Some of the kids, when they were taken out, one of mm. the first things that they wanted to know was something that they missed, which was what were the scores in the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, England did what? <laughs> exactly. So, but, uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden it turned into, yeah, we need them out of there in two days. No. You know, Elon Musk, get out there. Okay. First of all, we're going to bring up the next picture in a second. I mean, God bless you, Elon Musk. And he said, all right, I'm going to send some engineers over there to help mm. him figure things out. And then all of a sudden he was like, wait, we're going to test something in a pool over here and then we're going to send it over. And it is, as he called it, a kid-sized submarine. Hmm. Uh, huh. No. And he, it's, they're probably going to get all these kids out without the help of this. Mm -hmm. But are you absolutely kidding me? that a human child is going to be like this inside. I, oh, that's I worse mean, than any MRI I've ever seen. You know what? Like Maybe about I, I can't breathe. Like I know that right. like it would be scary for those kids to learn to scuba dive and have to go through that choke point in the water that's mm. so scary because it's like down like that. But putting me as a child in this submarine thing mm. that he built, like I can't. It's so no. scary. No, I, you know what? Maybe instead of Elon Musk, they should have called Basha Diagnostics because they have the open Why MRI. Open MRIs? Yes. yes. It's you know, way less scary. You put on some Enya and, <laughs> and you just, and yeah, and you just kind of lay there for a little bit and you're out of the cave. And besides, this thing is because you have to fit people in it, there's probably bare bones. I mean, there's, I'm guessing there's no plushness inside there. No, you can barely fit yeah. a human child. It's like, yeah. a, it is big enough for a human child and to breathe. And that right. is it. I, and everybody knows, Elon Musk, that, you know, the most popular thing is to pad ties. Hi. Uh, yes. No, do you want a bell? Because I'm not giving you a bell for that. <laughs> I know you're proud of yourself. <laughs> Okay, boo. Okay. Thank you. I don't want a participation ding. <laughs> I want to earn my dings. If you don't think it's ding worthy, then peep. Oh, God. <sighs> yes. No. And then the other thing that's really tricky about this whole affair, other than everything, is that these children have come out and they have to immediately go to the hospital and sort of be quarantined from their right. families. Like, their families can't immediately hug them or see right. them or hang out with them because they're afraid of any sort of infection because their immune systems, I guess, are right. down from they're being compromised. in Right, so Yeah. It's like that John Travolta movie. Boy in a Bubble. The Boy in the Bubble. Mm -hmm. Whoa, I want to hug my parents. What a king. Um, yeah, they, first the boys were missing, and so mm -hmm. it was terrifying for our parents. And then they're like, okay, we found them, and they're mm -hmm. in a cave, you know, yay, jubilation. But we have to wait and get them out of there for the rescue. And right. so these parents have been like, <gasps> for weeks and weeks right. and weeks at a time. It's like, my child is out. Oh, I can't touch them or hug them or do anything for like, I think it's like another two weeks or something mm. before the families are going to be allowed 
near the kids that crazy. are out. So. Yeah, if I were one of those boys I, and I wasn't able to hug my mom, that would probably be good because she'd be mad like I left the light in my bedroom on for the entire time I was down in the cave. That was another she'd thing. She'd be that so some upset. Of the, that was some of the things that the um, the boys were saying, that when they, when they got out, A, they wanted to know World Cup scores. Mm. B, they wanted to know if they still had to do the homework that they missed while they were in the <laughs> caves, which is I would want to go why, to. Why couldn't the divers bring them homework along with the food, <laughs> right? I mean, what else are you doing in that cave? I'm, I'm telling well. you, Thai boys, idle hands, devil's playground. <laughs> and then three, they were all asking if they were in trouble. Like they mm. were actually like slightly scared to come out and face everybody because they yeah. thought they were in so much yeah, trouble. Yeah, this is a teaching moment, parents. Because what you say is, well, you know, the reason why you got stuck in that cave is probably because of something bad you did. Oh, wow. <laughs> No, what? you don't do that. You shower them with love. Yes, you, when you're allowed because to they're little them. snowflakes. Oh, who just blindly followed the orders of a coach that didn't know better. Yeah, that coach. That's going to be interesting yeah. to see what's going on with him because, on the one hand, he's the one that brought them there and mm. showed them the cave and like, yeah, it's a special treat. We're going to go into this cave mm. with a really nasty choke point. Um, but then, on the other hand, he's the one that's been keeping them calm and. Right. Alive kind of in there. And so. Yeah. And he actually wrote a, a letter of apology to yeah, everyone. He and um, I don't think the letter's enough. No. Maybe a couple Amazon gift cards would help, but I not mean, just the letter. Not, not to apologize for anything, but he suspected that the monsoon season was going to come a lot later this month than it actually did. So mm. that's the reason they got all trapped. But, you know, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even chance it myself if right. it was me. Don't they have the Farmer's Almanac in Thailand? <laughs> It's still a cave where it's three miles back oh, yeah. that you have to yeah. crawl into. Well, and, like, so originally they only walked in so far, and yeah. then the rain started coming in, so they went and so even they started going back. even further back to okay. try and get out of the water. Uh, so, I mean, it's like a it's a give-and-take thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not happy about him. Did, did they I have permission slips bad. even? I don't think they did because the parents yeah. didn't know. Cause See? The, the, See? They called the— Oh, it's going to slip. They called the uh, the families of the the two kids that ended up not going. Right. And then that kid was the one that one of the kids was saying, See? "Oh, they went to the." So he told them that they were in the caves and that's where we were going. Mm -hmm. So clearly the families had no idea, like that that was a day after practice that they were going right. to have fun in the cave. Our time. our our kids here, we need permission slips to go to Chuck E. Cheese's or the DIA on a field trip yes. for like two hours. We needed permission slips to walk down the street to the park to have oh, yeah. a picnic and then walk back. Yeah. There you go. Not picnics three miles deep in a cave. Mm, right. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, still it's it's ongoing. They still have more children to bring out, but they're up to eight at this point, mm. so hopefully. And I'm kind of hoping that they don't have to use those uh, kid-sized submarines. That Elon, like, thanks, Elon no. Musk, but... No. That's a, I can't breathe. And how did he have one of those just lying around? Good question. What were they going to be using <laughs> it, for? It was before? it was part of the rockets that he's setting up. It was it was he already had the assemblies. He just, of course it was right. part of a they're rocket. They're already they're already waterproof Space technically. Right. So. Is, you know what? Is there like a really like a real life spy kids organization? <laughs> if the, there is, then yeah. he runs it. And, and yeah, is he putting kids in these things and like launching them and to infiltrate <laughs> other countries? Is I mean, it's just a happy accident. It's like, oh yeah, I've got this thing that fits a kid and it's sure. Airtight, and it's like, oh boy. So I think you're on to something, <laughs> Joe. I think you're on to something. Now, I don't think he was ever part of a spy unit, but he might have been because he infiltrated 
the world and a lot of lives. Yeah, and he infiltrated Selena Gomez. Yeah, for sure. she's sad right now. Mm. Uh, that's Justin Bieber. Mm. He is engaged to model extraordinaire Haley Baldwin. Mm. He is 24. She is 21. They've mm. known each other for a long time, but then, as you say, there was that whole. Selena Gomez yeah. in the mix for a long time. Well, at that age, is that a reasonable age difference? I mean, that's like a that's like a senior dating a ninth grader. Yeah, no, it's they're very close. That it's not it's not that there's three years between them. It's that they're getting married at a very young age, mm. and they're also Hollywood, and mm. he's him. So this is gonna last. <laughs> um, yeah. So does, does it, he need a visa to stay in the country? Is that why he's doing it? Is he? I don't. I would Isn't he Canadian? He's probably, he's probably a dual citizen at this point. What do you think? Yeah, no, maybe. I don't. I, I'm not All I know is he's the only Canadian that doesn't know not to walk on the logo in a hockey dressing room. What's up, Bieber? I mean, even though it was the Blackhawks. I mean, that I can kind of like, okay, cool. Uh, but, you know. So there's been reactions from a number of people, including Haley Baldwin's dad, Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin is a fascinating character. He is, isn't he? Because there was a time when he was in movies like Biodome right. with Pauly Shore. And Threesome. And Threesome, <laughs> you're right. Oh, my God. And he played Barney Rubble in that weird uh, live action. I, yeah, right? Yeah. I, You know what? He did. He pulled off the Barney Rubble voice, but I just seeing him in the costume, I'm just like, uh, really? You know, that one worked for me. And then the weirdest thing was that Betty Rubble was Rosie O'Donnell at the time. What? Yeah. I mean, it, let's not. Laugh, do, we're we're holding the shovels. Let's not start digging a hole. Into into Rosie O'Donnell uh, into Rosie O'Donnell shaming. Okay. Okay. Nonetheless, <laughs> he's very excited for his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he's very he's very. We have funny. Rosie's lawyers on the phone right now. <laughs> I know. He's, He's very, um, he found, I don't know if it's because he watched his movies that he then found Jesus and was like, I got to get out of here. Right. Um, and he's very, very Bible-centric yes, now. He, and he, was, he carries a pocket Bible in his pocket mm. every day. Does he? Yeah. Do you know that? He's always got a Bible on him. Really? And he was quoting scripture when he found out that his daughter was engaged to mm. Justin Bieber. And he seems like he's excited for them. Right. And that he thinks that uh, that he's a lovely boy. So I don't know. We'll see did, what happens did, there. But. Did Bieber talk to Mr. Baldwin before and get his permission? Get his permission? I don't think he did because the way that the. Um, it sounded like it was sort of like a surprise engagement while they were on a trip. Uh -huh. But yeah, you always call the dad. Yeah. Man. Yeah. My, my father in law is a. He's a very socially conservative guy. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like I'm not going to go in there and start telling dick jokes at family reunions no. and stuff. Or maybe I should. But, um, yeah, it was a big priority for me to go speak with him regarding asking my wife to marry me. And how yeah. were, were you crazy nervous? Like, I feel like that's a more nerve-wracking conversation than the actual proposal itself. Is um, no, because we had a good relationship. And by the time I finally got down there, I was just enough already because I kept, they lived down in Dayton. And I was trying to find an excuse to go from Detroit to Dayton. Mm -hmm. And my wife kept on deflating every plan that I made. <laughs> and then finally she's like, well, you know, our parents are giving us this bedroom set. Can you go get it? And I'm like, absolutely, freaking lootly. There's a foot of snow on the ground. I got a U-Haul and I drove down there. I'm like, God. 
They're like, are you okay? How's the drive? And I'm like, I just want to marry your daughter, okay? Are you cool with it? <laughs> At this point, you're just like, right. just word vomiting <laughs> it out. Like, God, oh, it's for the lava. Yeah. So it sounds like, like I said, from the, the tweets from Stephen Baldwin, that mm. he was like, oh, hey, you did that? Okay, all right. Excited for cool. you. Yeah. So he didn't actually make the call, but we'll yeah. see. Hey, do another song with uh, DJ Snake. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd be sweet. Yeah. You... Pulled a Joe last oh, week. Oh, yes, yeah, I did. did. Oh, you 100%. And I would like to both thank and congratulate you and David for not letting the cat out of the bag because Joda was on the set last yes. week. Yes. <laughs> so. You pulled a Joe, which means that on the the first like late night showing mm. that you can go see a movie when it opens, mm -hmm. um, Joe will, like <laughs> when everyone's in bed, his wife and his son are in bed, he'll sneak out of the house and go see opening weekend, whatever movie he wants right. to go see. Yes. And, this and, and I'm doing it, I do this for the show. It's right. I do it for pop that culture. It's for the yes. show. I do it for you guys. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. You went Thursday night. Yes. And? I love it. Down. Okay. And you know what? I think that this this movie is a lot more, e like I'm more comfortable with Jonah seeing this movie than I am with Black Panther because Black Panther was more violent. Right. This one, there's a lot of humor in it, and, yeah. and there's a lot well, that's of Paul Rudd. So. Yeah, I mean, and the, the best part was when Seth Rogen and uh, <laughs> came out, and it was a foil to one of his jokes. <laughs> that was that was the best part of the whole movie. So it did really. I mean, it was number one at the box office this mm -hmm. weekend. I swear to God, no one is ever happy. Like, okay, well, it was number one, but. It didn't make exactly what it was projected to make. So we're, we're trying to figure out like why, how it failed and what went wrong. It made like 70 to 80 million and they were hoping it's going to make 80 to 90. Come relax, <laughs> okay, Disney, relax. And I'll tell you though, one thing that I am very happy about is, um, you know, for those of you that are, uh, you know, that think Mrs. Incredible is the, yeah. you know. What's up? I mean, she, she does for a cartoon. She does pretty much have it going on for a cartoon character, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, Evangeline Lilly gives you, gives you a reason to stay within the superhero realm. Okay. But actually start looking at, you know, people that are being. flesh and blood and yeah. going, oh, yeah, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> and, of course, Michael Peña, very good in the movie. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's half of that franchise, if you ask me. I love it. I, uh, I dug the first movie. I'm excited to see this one. And I'm sure it's going to be okay as far as money is concerned. I know they mm. were saying that The Incredibles and Jurassic World mm. and all that was sort of taking away some of the shine and some of the money right. that they were hoping it was going to make, but whatever. And then the interesting thing that you saw was that the director was actually hoping for a very special cameo. Right. I think, you know, the rumor has it they wanted Rick Moranis yeah. of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids fame to be uh -huh. in it. I think they should have taken everybody from every shrinking movie and somehow worked them. So, like, Lily Tomlin from The Incredible Shrinking Woman, right. Rick Moranis, and then uh, everybody from Inner Space. I feel like there's a Twilight Zone uh, episode, too, where there was a guy who was shrunk down and small. Yeah. And running around from that episode. So yeah, just, just, just put them all in there. Like, that was like just, little Easter eggs everywhere. They need what to was do that movie by Martin Short where like someone shrunk down and went inside him. Oh, yeah. you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, just put Martin Short in there. Martin Short. Yeah. Or have the spaceship when they go in the quantum realm. Have the, like the inner space spaceship. And uh, I don't know. Here's some Star Trek trivia for you. Remember uh, the cowboy sure. from Inner Space? Uh, the guy who would sing? No. Okay, you don't. Mm -hmm. no, he was the doctor from Star Trek Voyager. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's just. Sarah, Sarah's like God. I gotta, I gotta make him feel good about his joke one more time. I gotta go Jeez. What? 
Pad Thai. Uh, when we get back on Pop That Culture, we are going to show you one of my favorite videos. Remember the news guy who was trying to do a very serious report and then his baby daughter came like flying into mm. the room and the mom had to pull her out. This one is very close to that, only it involves an animal and we'll show it to you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Right. So, that's the closest. That is the closest you <laughs> No. Mm -mm. Um, do you remember that video that I was talking about just before the break? Where the, the video for Cat Scratch Fever? No. <laughs> where the guy is trying to, like, yeah. he's at his desk in his house. Yeah. And, and he's, doing, he's doing a Skype with, like, you know, BBC or something, something like that. Yeah. very straight yes. and, like, newsy news news. And all of a sudden, like this, on like a little wheeled baby thing, the baby comes like shoved yeah. into the room. It's and then the <laughs> two-year-old comes in, and then a mom's like trying to pull them out without anybody noticing. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? And the, you should have learned this from your first conference call. Lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you're sitting on a conference call and you hear you hear like um, you know like. Sarah Foraker has entered the call. <laughs> Boom. And they're like, and like, and also say it's a pop that culture conference yeah, call. Sure. Dave has entered the call. Boom. And then we're all talking. So, you know, we'll do this with the movie and blah, blah, blah. So and so is entered the call. Boom. And they all come in. All of a sudden, 10 minutes in here, like, woof, woof. You're a dog barking. You're a toilet flushing. Some guy forgot to mute his phone and he's playing a video game. It's like, stop already. Yes. Well, this one was for a Dutch news show. They were mm. trying to interview a Polish academic. They were talking about something very serious. Mm. There was a controversial forced removal of Poland's top Supreme Court judge. Super serious. Mm. And clearly, this has happened to this guy before because he seemed 
totally <laughs> nonplussed by the situation. He was just like, yep, that's we're filming in my office. And, you know, Morris the cat doesn't give mm -hmm. a damn what we're doing. No. It doesn't understand what's no. happening in this situation. So enjoy the interview with the cat on the head. It, we tolerate this. Yeah. If uh, in every K position of the state, uh, the representative of the ancient communist uh, uh, secret services are present, it means that our country is what I uh, name Uzbekistan. It means the uh, uh, secret uh, services country. Yes, the country managed by communist secret services. And you uh, may see uh, on the picture that, for example, Mr. Dukaczewski. Uh, <coughs> I love that at no time does he try and knock the cat right. off. He just moves his tail and holds right. his tail. So Here's what I'm talking. picking up from this video is that he is less concerned with the fact that the cat is standing on his shoulders and are wrapped around his head. Yeah. And more concerned with, God, if this... If this, if this tail goes up, you will see my cat's ass. <laughs> You'll see my cat's ass. Hold the tail down. Wait, is he purring too loud? You got to cover okay. that ass. Cover that ass. <laughs> I don't know why he wasn't. He just didn't, you know, lift it off and then put it down. I don't know. Because he, he would get right back up. I or know, yeah. the cat, he would dig his, because if you listen, he, the cat's not declawed. Yeah. So the cat would probably take his jacket off with him, <laughs> you know. So he's like, I'm going to do the yeah. only thing I can do, which is just to move that tail. Mm, grace, That's all I've grace got. under pressure. <laughs> yes, which is, I'm like this. Uh, and there was an interesting thing that I saw about Netflix mm. that I totally understand. And I feel like more and more websites are starting to do this too. And possibly newspapers will do it as well in their online versions, which mm. is to remove, well, they're removing um, customer reviews from their site. I think you should remove comments, reviews, That's everything it. where anybody with a keyboard and, you know, balls that grow when you're behind them and anonymous, <laughs> you should just remove all that. Get out. I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, it's just, it's getting out of control. It's like a, it's a, it's a privilege, not a right that websites will have places where right. you can comment on things. But yeah, I mean, there... There's almost no point whatsoever to look at the comment section um, for newspapers anymore. Right. There's just, well, because you know it's going to be two comments that are actually about the story at hand. Yeah. And then it's just going to devolve into name calling or right. horrible things. And, and it's just going to be people fighting with each mm -hmm. other. And really, it's never an actual discussion about the story. Yeah. Well, I was reading an article about a blizzard hitting Buffalo. And all these comes with snowflakes. And I'm just like, stop with the name calling. Yeah. Uh, but for Netflix, they're saying that what's happened is, first of all, you would imagine that some shows don't get good reviews mm. from users and they are negative right. um, reviews, but that people aren't really even looking very much anyway. Mm. And they also don't want people who do decide to look to choose to not watch a show because Sam right. in Ohio didn't actually find it very compelling. Right. And so this summer they're just like... We're going to phase it out and then no mas, no more for you. We can't trust you. I'm happy about that. I'm absolutely. Really? Yeah, I'm totally happy about that because, you know, I hate, 
you know, if you want to, I don't know what's the worst rabbit hole is watching a YouTube video or scrolling down and reading the comments. Oh, YouTube comments. Like, oh, my, my gosh. Those are. Don't give 13-year-old boys no. keyboards, please. Just troll yeah. central. Mm. I, uh, That's yeah. why Pop That Culture doesn't have a comment section, by <laughs> the way. We know. And our, we know. Right. And our <laughs> Facebook page, moderated by us, okay? <laughs> Dave can jump in too, and you're done. Sometimes we have to block Dave because he yeah. is a troll, and he will make fun yeah. of us. But come get me. <laughs> come at me, bro. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but you know, people trolled and ha- continue to troll the hell out of uh, one celebrity, and that is Ben Affleck. Right. Batfleck. Um, he got trolled hard, and there was a whole article. I want it was in one of the New York papers. I think it was called like Sad Fleck or something. <laughs> and it was him and it was a picture of him like with a towel kind of halfway wrapped around himself out on the beach. Mm-hmm. And people were just saying that it just looked like he was having a midlife crisis like on the beach. And they were just making fun of He has that whole uh, Phoenix rising from the ashes tattoo right. that takes up his entire back right. now, which at first he said was for a movie. And then now we realize, <laughs> oh no, it's real. No, it's there. So they were using that as sort of like uh... proof. <laughs> Of the crisis with that giant tattoo, and he's got like a little pot belly, and he was just you know, looking out at the ocean, really sad. I just, <laughs> this goes up there with the Billy Corgan picture. What picture did we do last week? What's the oh, new one? Uh, oh, no, you're right. There was another, there was a secondary one, and I'm drawing a blank. There's another celeb that just looked like he, oh, uh, Jay Z on the Wave yes, Runner. Yeah, Jay Z on the Wave Runner, yes. <laughs> just like everybody's getting caught. If you're a celebrity, just don't get caught frowning. It's that simple, really. I mean, don't make any other facial expressions. Just right. walk around permanently. Just walk like, around like, hey. I'm good. Everything's great. Take a picture. Mm-hmm. Take a picture. Um, I wonder what a phone call between Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, who are their best buds, yes. their BFFs. Sure. You know, well, what is a phone call like that? So, yeah, hey, Matt, I, you know, I'm just always sad. Everybody's ripping on me. How come nobody ever just rips on you? I mean, especially after that whole thing with the Martian. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what's the deal, man? How do you do it? <laughs> it's true. Although, re- more recently, there's been a little bit more heat on Matt Damon and some of the things that he said. But you're right. He's escaped it more than Ben right. Affleck. But Ben Affleck has gone through a number of different things. One of them was Jennifer Lopez, and then the second mm-hmm. was Geely. Yes. And there was just so... And wait, then, wait. Was Geely like a Jennifer Lopez A? Was that like a subsection of the Jennifer Lopez thing? Uh, I mean, they were in it together, and I think they were dating at the time. Yeah, I they think, were definitely yeah. dating at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, can you really, can, I'm just saying, doesn't Double Jeopardy prevent Ben Affleck <laughs> from being, he can't be dinged twice for Julie and Jennifer Lopez, you, right? You count that as one thing. Yeah, that's okay. one thing. All right. Okay. So be, we'll, say, Sarah. We'll, say, we'll say the Jennifer Lopez slash Julie affair, and mm. then we'll move it on forward to the Ben Affleck as Batman thing. And then now we realize He's been brilliant this whole time. Don't pick on Ben Affleck because he predicted Spotify and Netflix mm. in 2003. Right. Who'd have thunk? What? He's as good as The Simpsons at predicting things. Yeah, you know what? Here's my thing. I think we're getting played by Batfleck. I think that Ben Affleck is actually a time traveler from the future who has come here to enrich our civilization with knowledge that we should use very, very carefully and judiciously and um, and we're the ones that really are having the joke played on us, you think? In an interview in 2003, he said, I think an annual subscription-based system is one that works. It will be movies on demand, but it will be a tiered structure. Mm. The technology's not quite there yet, mm. oh. but it will be within, I'd say, 
five years. And then it happened in five years. Could you, you know, what? Could you imagine trying to watch Netflix on like dial up? <laughs> That's why they mailed you the DVDs, right? right? You're watching Netflix on a 56K modem, and it's like you'd have like one frame. Like the credits, the director's name, and then five minutes later, the screen would refresh, and then it would jump forward like five frames, and then it would lock up, and then the computer would hang up. Then you'd be like, oh, wait, the phone number I dialed is in Brighton. Let me try Howell instead. So you'd have to change the AOL. Oh, my gosh, it's a nightmare. Absolute Woo! nightmare. Oh, well, so here's the deal. I'll let you, I'll let you breathe and get away okay. from that nightmare, and when oh. we get back... I will give you another reason for you to love Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Mm. We um, we were having a very in-depth right. snap crotch bodysuit. Mm. I want to say that correctly. Yeah, say it slowly. <laughs> it was really cerebral, though. Conversation, mm. yeah. At one point, I said it was snap crotch. That's not mm. a thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there was a lady who, we don't know what kind of underwear was going on underneath, but we do know what she was wearing, and that was full top to bottom Wonder Woman costume. Yeah, in, in the DC universe, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is the anti-Batfleck. Yes. Because for every misstep she he takes, saves the she just she she takes the movie and then averages it out. Yeah. It says, okay, the rest of you guys, hey, 
hey, Henry, Ben, you know, Jason, you get a pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Momoa gets a pass? Well, yeah. Uh, he hasn't committed the egregious sins to the comic book world. He was the most brotastic Aquaman. He I've was! Ever seen and he should life. be! I mean, I haven't seen the full. We okay. All, we all haven't fully seen I, the next his com- own spin-off Aquaman movie. So uh, and maybe, I bet you it'll maybe it won't here is be the thing. as crazy. But they uh, they him, made. Oh, go on, go on. Him and Super oh. Friends or Hall of Justice or whatever the hell it was was a lot. You know, they took the Flash and they made him basically clamor for a driver's permit and you know make Aquaman brotastic. You know why? why? All the other guys get these awesome powers and what's his? You get to talk to fish. And you get to talk to fish. He can shoot sonic cannons with his I, arms, right? No, my, no, his power is talking to fish. That's a big one. He you can, know what? He can move the waves, I think. No, no. The tide you know is high. You know what? The only thing that, I mean, okay, you need some dolphins here. Okay, Superman, I'll get some <laughs> dolphins here. Oh, oh, a Wonder Woman. You wonder why that beta in that bowl on your desk at work is just floating there? Kind of, you don't know if it's dead or not? Let me talk to him. That's his life. Let him be a bro. Because he gets to go to all the best bars. Well, I don't, I'm I, not. I don't. I don't like the way they're going with him. But I will hold. I will reserve judgment until yeah. I see it in its entire context with the undersea world and that whole. You know what? In his own the movie. Aquaman movie. It'll be him sitting like behind a velvet rope and like getting bottle service, going, "Yo, we in the ocean." Oh my god! Right? Yep. So Wonder Woman showed up to a children's hospital and saved the day. Look how cute she looks. She's so happy. Look at that smile. She so has an amazing it, smile. She does. Yeah. She is adorable. And she looks so cute in her little costume. And then my favorite picture is Wonder Woman holding the baby showing up there. And I mean, it doesn't really matter to the, the baby. Obviously, the baby doesn't know, hasn't mm. seen the movie, I'm assuming. But for everybody else, she was just so cute that she. See, went, this was on uh, Friday that she. This, went out. this picture for me, this is the equivalent, ladies. This is of, like catnip uh, for Joe. Th- no, this is like uh, you know, if you saw like a shirtless Helmsworth, <laughs> holding a holding a baby while flexing. Yeah. Right. That that's that's what this does for me. Like, oh my gosh, <gasps> that's so adorable. I I didn't know I. Is it the same usually for, for men as it is for women? Because I know for, for women, like if we're out anywhere, near a park, near a mall, whatever, and we see a guy being an adorable dad with a baby, like mm. that guy could have all the numbers he wanted from mm. every lady that walked past him because they're like, oh my God, the baby, and mm. you're being such a good dad, and it's so cute. But I yeah. didn't think the reverse, that like dudes, when they saw ladies holding their babies, yeah. that oh, no. wasn't already no, their it's, lady. It, the reverse is not true. But that's Wonder Woman. Right. (laughs) I'm just saying. Right. Totally different. Right. I mean, if it were like, you know, if it were Jaina from the Wonder Twins, it wouldn't even have (laughs) a quarter of that of that uh, BDE going on, right? Right, exactly. In, in, a, in a manner of speaking, because, you know, swag is so a few years ago. Yeah, you can't say swag BDE. anymore, right? Yeah. Okay. You can say the full thing, I think. Can we? Yeah. We can say Big Dick Energy? We did it before. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> power company, by the way. Yes, I know. Some guy in the suit. I know You know is. the commercial, right? <laughs> yes. He's got the hard hat. Here at Big Dick Energy, we're finding new ways to make the earth more clean, mm-hmm. while at the same time letting your LED light bulbs. Clean with fuels. Fuel was a problem in Detroit recently Mm. because some hackers found a way to hack into a pump and they were able to steal 600 
hundred gallons worth of gas. They just had cars and cars. I'm imagining it looked like a gas fight from, <laughs> from Zoolander. Zoolander. <laughs> I'm not sure. I wasn't there, but I think mm. that's what it looked like. But yeah, so they just had cars come up, fill up, go up, and the clerk couldn't figure out how to shut the um, the gas pump off. No, there's the big red button. There's always the big red button in the gas station. The in case there's button? a fire, you just... Yes, the easy button, Sarah. <laughs> Actually, you should, we should call that the easy button. Yeah, there's an emergency shutoff button in every gas you station. You should have shut off just everything. Yeah, you just turn the off the whole pump. Was, yeah, I think it's kind of weird. I feel like just because you couldn't figure out something in your computer to make it so that that pump stopped working, right. I feel like the clerk that was working there at that time had more options to shut down this big robbery that was right. happening at his place. Like. I don't know, call the cops or walk out there and physically stand in front of the pump. Was it an inside job? put a sign that says out of order yeah. something. I'm sure that clerk was not getting paid enough to care. Yeah. That is, pro you, David, nailed it. Mm. That, that clerk's like, whatever. You all the gas you want. I am not getting paid but enough for this. Here's the thing. Most gas stations, at least a lot of the ones that I'm familiar with, they are not, except like Costco and Meyer. this doesn't apply to you. They're not corporate stores. Like individuals. Yeah, no, yeah you're right. Own these gas stations. This is somebody's retirement you're messing with. Like, don't be a dick. Well, people you know? don't care about being dicks, and they still can't figure out exactly how they were able to hack into the pump to the point where no outside computers or right. machinery could stop what was going on with this. I don't know. Stealing the gas. Well, maybe there's some weird key combination. Like you hold One, down two, three, the, four. the super unleaded and the regular unleaded at the same time, and then you hit the thing up and down twice, and then it has some secret code, and you know. If you get three cherries, then you know. You get yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> ding, ding, Just ding. like Vegas. There was an interesting thing that happened at another gas station. Mm. This time it was in Florida. Of course it was in Florida. I mean, welcome to Florida. Mm. So there was a guy who was upset because the clerk wouldn't sell him alcohol. Mm. And so he just hauls off and sucker punches the guy, which you would think would be a bad thing. Yeah, it would be a bad thing. it actually ended up being a good thing mm. with more bad but then good again, which is that... The gentleman, the clerk who was sucker punched, um, had to go to the hospital, mm. and they did, uh, a, you know, a cat scan and that right. whole thing. Was there a cat on his head? Yes. Okay. They moved the tail, and they were like, "Sir, <laughs> you have a tiny but operable brain tumor," and he would never have known if this jackass didn't come right. into his gas station okay. cookie mart and punch him. For him to realize that he had this tumor mm. and that they caught it at a good point and that it is operable. Right. <laughs> and that this man inadvertently saved his life. Right. And all you crazy. degenerates out there, don't use this as an excuse to go around. What's the game people are playing where they, they just hit you? It's the knockout. Game. The knockout. Oh, yeah. I just don't start that. playing that and thinking you're going to save somebody's life, okay? Yeah, no, you're still mm. a jackass, so yeah. don't even try. D do you it. think that when they, they told the clerk the news, he said, it's not a tumor? It's not a tumor. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Uh, there was a, another interesting story that seemed super crazy as mm. well, which is that there was a girl who was adopted as an infant, mm -hmm. and she was searching for her birth family mm. as an adult, and she's doing this wide search and looking all over the country, and then she knew that she had a half-sister, and this is mm. who she really wanted to find. Looking, 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 years go by, and then come to find out her half-sister had been living next door to her 
the whole time. You think she was pissed? She's like, God, I took all that time. It's and like, she's like, son of a, you weren't right there. Yeah, I just could have just come over and just, exactly. excuse me, are you my half sister? Could I have some hair? Let's do the ancestry thing where we send in like DNA. <laughs> come on. Yeah, so her sister moved in next door to her, and then they figured the whole thing out, and now they get to have a life together where they get to hang out and tell right. stories about people that the adopted woman never really got to hang out with. What if the, what was our mother like? What if one of them is faking it? What if one of them and was not like really a half sister? Yeah, what if like you know I'm gonna have this really loud party on Fourth of July next year, <laughs> and I know she'll probably write a letter like that guy out in Macomb. So maybe if we pretend we're sisters. Yeah, that's that's yeah, my yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, it is going to be hot today. It is going to be back up into mm. the 90s. We had a little reprieve this weekend. It was weather perfection this right. weekend. Right. I'll I'll take the 90s without the humidity. Will you? Yeah. I won't. Nope. I'm I like the uh, 90s without the humidity. I love the 90s. Yeah, I do love the 90s. As it, do I. It America was, was really, so we were so innocent. They were our heyday. Yeah. Honestly, if we could just go back to the nineties. <laughs> right. I was in college. I was in my twenties. I. Yeah, well, I was I, in my twenties. Yeah. Well, were we ever in our twenties? Anyway, let's just. We're just. <laughs> just snap just, crotches were a thing. Snap, yes. Snap crotches. Snap crotches. Snap crotches. For me, meant that it was much easier if you were wearing a bodysuit to go to the bathroom. You don't have to take the whole thing off. For Joe, it meant access it, to the. You know Ladies. what? It's it, it's not necessarily that. It's all about it's Isn't the, it? it's the, what's your time worth, really? What's your time I, I mean, worth? well, I mean, so if you, you don't want to have to work hard okay. to get that whole bodysuit off. You let's, just want it to be let's, like. Let's talk about just numbers. Let's let's boil it down to numbers. Let's do that. Front closure, snap crotch, mm-hmm. means that you can go, you know, volunteer at your job at the soup kitchen. Or, or maybe cuddle puppies a little bit longer. This hookup was going to take so much longer, but yes. now I have more time in my day. Yeah. Thanks, Snap Crotch. I can go work with the kids a little bit longer. And, <laughs> or make some kids. Yeah, and, and so right. when, you, when you save that time, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the 90s, you, it was not as hectic as now, but definitely not necessarily us languishing around. No. No. There was something that was actually really big in the 90s that ended up sort of saving a guy in this next story, which are Doc Martin boots. Yes. Because he was wearing them, he didn't snap his ankle when he got stuck in the tarmac pavement in England. Apparently, the temperatures are so hot over there right now, the UK is basically melting. Mm. This is like everybody's nightmare where you're walking in a dream and all of a sudden you can't walk anymore because you're in like this really sticky mud or whatever. Right. This dude trolling around and all of a sudden he's like, I can't. What? Yeah. I, I, oh, it's England is melting. What right. are we going to do? And then after a while, all that's left is his hat sitting on top of the pavement. <laughs> yes. and, uh, you know, I'm wondering, were they eight hole docks or 16 hole? It's a good question. Yes. I, but because he was wearing them, they were able to get his uh, ankle out without any breakage on the gentleman. And they're, is... <laughs> they're using a mini sledge to get him out of the pavement. Sledgehammer. You oh got to do what you got to do, goodness. basically. Now, Joe, are you a guy who uh, used to, also speaking of the 90s and, <laughs> and early 2000s, hang out in Royal Oak? Um, yeah, a little bit. I think yeah, so. Yeah, a, a little Wait, bit. Wait, where was Chester Bootshop? In, uh, it's still in Roseville. Roseville. On okay. Gratiot. Is it? I think uh, south of 12 Mile. 
You seem to know quite a bit about I've voiced like a hundred of their commercials. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, Royal Oak was the uh, was the place to be. I don't know yeah. if it'd be still considered. I feel like it's kind of fanned out, and now if you, it's there's more of a scene in Detroit, maybe right than back in the day. Well, is in, like Incognito's gone. Nor Leather, thankfully, still it's there. Still there. Yeah, I was sad about Incognito though. That made me super sad. Yeah. But I I can't imagine that very many stores can afford the rent. In, no. Uh, Royal Oak mm -mm. anymore, but there is another Royal Oak mainstay that has gone away, and it all comes down to parking, and we will let you know who that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. You're trying to shove us out. Right. Thanks. After 19 years, Andiamo going away. It's uh, it's kind of sad because gentrification can sometimes overdo it. It's like you're getting and Andiamo is not a small operation, and they're getting forced out of Royal Oak basically. Yeah. They still have Andiamos in other cities, mm -hmm. and those are going to continue to run. But with this one, they close down the parking behind them, which mm -hmm. if you're going to go to that restaurant is where a lot of people would right. 
Wood Park. And they're like, how are we supposed to stay open if there's complete scarcity mm. of parking for anybody to come to our restaurant? Yeah, and that's where they had valet there too on certain nights, mm -hmm. if I remember right. And yeah. that's where they would park your car. So, oh. it, you know, with the with the scene exploding in Ferndale, and like I said, with the restaurant scene exploding in Detroit, mm. a lot of restaurants, specifically in Royal Oak, I feel, are having a hard time. Right. Keeping it together. Which is really kind of crazy because just a few years back, Royal Oak was such a destination for restaurants. Yeah. And now you can pretty much throw a rock in Detroit and hit an amazing place to eat. Mm -hmm. But don't throw it at the window in the front because no. then they'd have to close it down for a couple of days to <laughs> do the glass. And then that would hurt the restaurant owner and uh, it would be terrible. It would be terrible. Mm. But yeah, I, uh, I'm sort of... I feel like so many of the things that I love for so long are being shoved out because they just they can't they can't survive with the rent that they have to pay mm -hmm. and with the business that they're not getting. Right. So that's sad. Well, changes. they should move to Berkeley. Berkeley's a nice place. It's a Berkeley. nice place. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the new hot suburb? Um, Clawson. I don't think it's going Clawson? to be. Clawson? Maybe. No, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. No, maybe. I mean, because there are some things, there were some nice things, as we know, that we're moving into Hazel Park, mm -hmm. so maybe that'll change. I think, no, Hazel I know, Park. I know, it, There's a no. lot more work I, to I do. Think, I, I think Hazel Park before Clawson, because it's right off of 75. Do you? And I also think that there is so much affordable real estate there on that strip of John R., mm -hmm. just waiting to be redeveloped, that um, Hazel, the city of Hazel Park will probably be more amicable to work with to develop new things there and give liquor licenses out yeah. than in Clawson. Trust I, me, I know firsthand. Well, because it seemed, you know, so crazy for so long when you would hear about people that were buying up things in Detroit and you're like, this is not going to happen. And now it's actually happening. Right. Like, they're making go of it. So right. even though right now Hazel Park seems kind of like there's a couple of bright spots and that's about it. Mm -hmm. um, it, it could actually happen and make it that could. turnaround. Well, we'll see. You know what? Uh, Andiamo should move to Riverside, Iowa. They, well, I know you would like to move mm. to Riverside, Iowa. <laughs> and why is that, Joe? Oh, because it's the birthplace of Captain Kirk. Yeah. In a couple hundred years, he gets born there. Duh. James. Unless you're in the J.J. Abrams verse, then he gets born in space. James Tiberius mm. Kirk, born in Iowa. Yes. And they just unveiled a statue in honor of James T. Kirk. And that once again, looks nothing no like Captain Kirk. No statue looks like any person that it's supposed to look you like. You know, the only statue it's that... It's not horrible, but... No, but it could be better. I mean, the only statue that they've actually made to look like the actual thing that it's mm -hmm. supposed to resemble is RoboCop. Yes, that one was very accurate. Yeah. But you remember there was a, a commemorative thing for Christian Ronaldo, yes. and that did not look like him at all. I don't even know what creature it looked like, but it was not. It looked like Bill Shatner. <laughs> and then we showed that uh, Brandy Chastain yeah, that was, terrible. was going into the soccer oh, Hall of Fame or terrible. something, and they had a plaque with her face <laughs> on it, and it looked like a dude. It no, did not look like I a don't... lady at all. You know, I never, ever want to have a statue a commemorative commissioned of me, ever. <laughs> it'll be so terrible. Or worse yet, it'll look just like me. <laughs> and nobody really yeah. wants to know what well, they look yeah. like in a full 360. But like, really, you don't want to know what it looks when, like. When you look at a statue angles. of you and you think it's ugly, but all your friends are like, oh my gosh, it looks just like you. Like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Not good. You know, maybe, how about me in the 90s? Going back to the 90s. Okay. It's all going back to the 90s. Yes. 
But so you, know, you in the '90s, a Joe '90s <laughs> statue would be. No, it would. Uh, oh God. They'd have to do your hair. No, let's go back to the '80s because you don't have the flock of seagulls flock there. Flock of seagull Joe's hair. Yes. Okay. And, and the statue would be uh, me digging through like the used bin at like off the record, <laughs> or record time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's an import Sing Sing Sputnik. Holy crap. Ah! You can only get this in London. Now, I know it doesn't look like him, but are you going to travel to Iowa and go take a picture no. of the Captain Kirk statue? No. no. Why no. would I go to Iowa? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I like, think even Iowans are like, I right. don't There's corn? I'm not sure. Yeah. Why well, I'm looking for a shortcut to North Dakota, <laughs> so I've traveled through Iowa. <laughs> I'm on a really long car trip, and I guess there's a rest stop, right. so we're going to stop in Iowa. I, you, you know what? I, I love the gesture. There's actually a place in Canada where they have a statue of the USS Enterprise. Mm -hmm. I think it's because the name of the city is Enterprise. And I'm like, do people actually make the trip for these tourist traps? <laughs> yes. I'm talking to you, mystery spot. Oh. Just because you can make a ball roll uphill doesn't mean I'm making a special trip. Special, I have friends yeah. who have gone on special trips to A, See the world's largest ball of twine. Yeah, but that's because of Europe. No, because of vacation, right? And then there's another one where I think it's the world's largest ball of paint. Mm. It's like it started as a little, and then everyone that comes is allowed to like put a layer on it, and so it's like growing, growing, growing. So you have to kind of get frisky before you. Yeah, you do. You gotta mm. paint that ball. What? Uh, yeah, no, you don't like like kitschy kind of. I do. Tourist trap. I do, but again, here. what is your time worth? What's your right. time worth, Snapcrotch? What is your right. time worth? You know, do you know, I would travel across the world to, to see, see a statue, statue of Craig, Craig Foley. Yay! Because Craig it would Foley. probably be damn handsome. Always, I'm just saying. Always on point. Craig Foley next. Mm. We'll see you tomorrow, Pop That Culture.